y'all already know what it is welcome back to the gal cave couple gals couple topics in 45 minutes to break it down like only gals can this is a podcast brought to you by 10th yes seniors and i am very excited about the person on my right this is manda and to my right i have me finally she's back after a long absence She's back and healthy and in good spirits. And we do have the final potentialist for the Gal Cave, Miss Tatiana DeVoe. Come closer to the mic. Oh, sorry, Tatiana DeVoe. Tatiana comes from us via Michelle. She reached out from WhatsApp. Tatiana, what made you reach out? What made you say, I want to give it a shot? Um, I like to talk and I don't see why not. I mean... <laughs> I think I can handle it. Had you listened to the podcast before? I Have did. you listened to it? Okay. I listened to, um, I forget the, what the, what's the one the name is Sammy and Michelle? Nah, I forget the name the of name's it. The name's who was in it? I just say, was it recent? It was, was the it last old? one that oh, you Victoria guys just did. Yeah. With, the, oh, with the guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I listened to that one. Have you done like a podcast before? No, Anything this is similar to Ooh. <laughs> Are you nervous? I am. I have a little butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be nervous. This is a very casual setting, very Extremely. easygoing, not centered. You can say how you feel. Okay. Do you mind telling people what it is that you do? I'm a guest service rep. Okay. Well, that's good. Michelle, what's been going on with you that people haven't heard from you for a while? How is how is how have you been since lockdown has started and now ended? Let's start with work. How is work? I have been working the entire time. Yes. Okay. Praise his name. Um, ain't really much been going on. I've been solo searching and dealing with life. That's such an and artist answer. Really? I've been soul searching. No, but like I really was. Ronaldo, please. Did you find anything? I found a lot. I found That's freedom. Good. Yes. Oh, God. I found the freedom that I needed. Power to, to the people. Out of the pits. So you are I'm now. Out of the pits. Okay. And now I am great and healthy and wonderful. Yeah. So mentally, you're in a better space Amazing. than you were prior to lockdown. So good. So Did good. you have any mental struggles during lockdown? Or from the minute it started, you was like, this is my time. No, I didn't know it was my time because of lockdown or because of COVID. I mean, it kind of brought a lot of things home for me. Mm-hmm. But before that even happened, a lot of changes were happening as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just at that time, kind of, was like, okay, time to make certain decisions. And certain decisions were made. And here we are. Well, ask all of the decisions or are there any like loose ends to tie up before outside open in real life money no loose ends nowhere man. you're I good to go did you have any like fears during the lockdown like about the future or what's what's currently happening or that you might get sick because you were still uh, working oh one thing about that i wasn't i wasn't fearful of sickness at all i was working i wore my mask i sanitized and i just <laughs> went about life like normal i don't really believe in like living in fair like i get it it's a reality but i just don't move like that were you taking precautions i was that's what i'm saying i, I mean was. outside of work as well are you only yeah. just doing work at home work and home i mean if i went anywhere else i took necessary precautions mm-hmm. but it wasn't the way to go so are you excited about anything specific now that it's going to be over like what is one thing that you were super excited to do when outside to open? go to live shows and have shows 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so have you been doing that. those like IG live shows? No, but yeah. I like I. I'm one that goes to like lo- like showcases and things of that nature. I love to support the young Bahamian arts. But honey, I'm not sitting in the front of IG Live. <laughs> no, I watched watch. a lot now. I, I watched a whole not lot me. because a lot of my favorite like artists. Second. It was nice to see how they would get creative in front of a like just an audience. Like you don't really have an audience, but you have an audience. So like it was it was nice to see. Skip Marley did a very good concert. I enjoyed his thoroughly. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. But them. Yeah, for me, it's like, <laughs> I go on on IG Live to do one. I, I mean, Why is it like not it. your. I would think it would be because you're on the shyer side of entertainment. So I would think you wouldn't mind with one of IG things since it's really just you and your phone or computer. Yeah, right. Well, for me, I mean, I don't have all the equipments and things and stuff to do that. That's kind of why I didn't take part in like sound waves. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't really have the things, and I don't want it to be shabby and just put my phone down. So I'm oh, kinda, I'm kind of you like want to be fancy, quali- not fancy, but just presentable for me. Like mm-hmm. I, so I, I watched and I supported all those things. Um, Did you have to cancel any shows because of this? No, 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 no. So I spent a lot of time. Well, the studio wasn't open, but like just figuring out like the music side of things. If did you write release, anything? I did write. I did write um, a few songs. Did you decide to release anything? Yes, I decided to release my first single. And when? It's coming out on the 26th, which is next week. And I'm very terrified about that. Why? Because it's like... That's next week, Friday, for everyone listening. Yeah, I hope it comes out in time, because these people didn't send me the emails and things I need to see yet. But anyway, more likely it will be. But Are there going to be visuals? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Now, but you have something you want to say because your hand up. She didn't write a jingle. That's not, that's not public knowledge. That's not a thing that we're sharing. <laughs> I'm sick of this for I ain't gonna lie. You said that you were single to say anything. Literally not. I was very not. with that though. I didn't just shout it out. I waited you to waited. get it. You might as well have <laughs> shouted because your hand stayed up. Well, I, I waited to get my little thing. Oh. <laughs> Where but were yeah, we? That is terrifying. It's just scary because, like, I could go in front of people and, like, sit on and sing. Mm-hmm. But to say, okay, this is my work that I made from legit scratch. Here it is. There you go. It's kind of like all my nerve on me. Is it a genuine piece of work? Yeah. Then it's going to be good. The people that like you and the people that like your work and your voice and your vibe, as long as your work is authentic to you. It is. They are going to like it. And anyone that doesn't like it, then obviously they are going to be not, I'm not so concerned because obviously not everything you put out is going to be liked by everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that initial nervousness, like, wow, I never put out nothing of mine. So, I mean, I ain't scared to death because it mm-hmm. is what it is. I already sang the song live and I posted a video with it and stuff. So, like, persons that listened, that was some very good feedback but mm-hmm. it's just like oh i'm actually releasing it so even if you in bed two o'clock in the morning you could click it and listen to it exactly you don't have to come out and listen to it yeah but that's good i'm that's excited great. i'm excited to hear it guys keep a lookout on our social medias and they will, the link for it will be there so do you want to get into the topic are we ready Tatiana, are you excited? Are you I still am, nervous? I'm scared, man. Y'all Why, babe? I know. <laughs> I feel like it don't get no more relaxed than this atmosphere. You're right. 
probably freaking out. You probably yeah. are, but that's okay. <laughs> so for those of you that don't live under a rock, on for the past, well, it's been heavy for the past few weeks, to be honest. However, on Bahamian Twitter, it's been particularly heavy within the last week or two. There was, I want to say, about a night or two when a lot of victims of sexual assault or rape and things of that nature came forward. It started with a random American tweeting. She didn't ask or anything. She just tweeted who it was. Not who it was, like, to say his name, like, the relation to us. So, like, let's say family friend. Mm-hmm. She tweeted her age at the time and whatever have you. And then that just sparked one Bahamian young lady to answer and then another and another. And just, it became a thing. Mm-hmm. The issue became when somebody, somebody's boyfriend decided it was appropriate to tell them to stop sharing. So we wanted to talk about the importance of allowing women to have a voice and to use that voice. You have a question now? I swear, man. No, sorry. I just didn't, like, sorry. We could talk about it all day. People <laughs> were sharing these stories. Like, yeah. Like, they yes, they were yeah. sharing their no, stories. I have no idea. That's why this is yeah, This is a big thing. We were, we were actually <laughs> supposed to talk about it, I want to say, last week or the week before. But I think, I think it's better now because tensions have calmed because it was quite big for a while. Because after one person decided they didn't want someone to share, other people had a similar, a similar, what's the word? A similar feeling. Let's go for feel, a similar feeling. And then some people were very annoyed mm-hmm. that they would share that feeling. And then also people that felt a little guilty. They started making a big deal about why these women should shut up. <laughs> what do you guys think about one people sharing their? Let's see what people sharing their story. What do you guys think about their choice to share on social media? Well, I feel like men in particular, like <laughs> sorry, I mean not now. <laughs> My bad. No, no. Okay, well, I feel like women, like they say, like we too emotional. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, like you have all of this emotions on your chest sitting on you heavy like an old elephant and you can't take it and you will just have like you have so much to say but it's just be like why talk if you could tell me i being too emotional Mm -hmm. or i being dramatic or i making no sense like it is just be like you know what whatever so does that mean that you would prefer not to talk because you feel like men would silence you? Some Sometimes. Sometimes I just be like, you know what, whatever. I ain't even going to argue about it. But then when it's something that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. oh, no, baby, we got to talk. So you feel like they were well within their rights to share the story? Yeah. What do you Especially think, Especially that story itself that mm-hmm. y'all talking about. Yes, why not? Um, I felt... Sorry, Both Tatiana, are you active it. on Twitter? Yes. I so you saw this while this was yes, happening. So okay. Because you know Michelle about. is not as active. So yeah. I wasn't sure if you my yeah. going just to sit So Tatiana <laughs> was seeing it live as it was happening. I didn't see it for I didn't see it till the next morning. So I wasn't there the night as it was happening. I didn't see everything until the next morning. So. I had a friend of mine send me some screenshots and mm-hmm. we started to have a conversation about it. And I was like, Why does Gal sharing all this on Twitter, all this business? Like why on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Like why are you wanna do this on Twitter? Um, but I kind of get why she, why not, mm-hmm. why not, why not share your story? Um, because these guys just be out here and they're repeat offenders. Honestly. And if you don't say anything, then they guess it's kind of, the silence kind of gives them an okay to continue mm-hmm. to do what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. So I... it is good to speak out. I just, I just felt a way about it. Because for me, if I was assaulted, I wouldn't, I, I personally wouldn't put it on Twitter mm-hmm. or Instagram to say, or call out a person like that. I just don't like that kind of attention on me. Because yeah. then, I, my, like, my business out there on this kind of platform, 
are really for that but i'm not knocking the people that choose to do it because mm-hmm. some kind of way people need to know see some somebody said something it wasn't on to it i read it somewhere or watched it somewhere if you don't turn on the light the roaches thing thing i want as long as the light off they could roam freely. I'm sorry, boy. right? It's I mean, the same like problem, once right? if the light on, <laughs> they go run. If it's not on, they're not gonna run. So it's like if you don't, if you don't shed light on what's happening and how often it happens. Mm-hmm. And Tatian, we did a podcast before on assault on women and like the statistics. Mm-hmm. And when I say the statistics, the statistics were one all over the place and really hard for us to get like numbers. Like it took me about an hour to come up with numbers that I could actually write down and give because. They don't word it properly. They don't put everything under the same scope. So a woman that was murdered, let's say, by a husband or boyfriend, Mm -hmm. she ain't going under domestic violence. They could count her in the regular. And then someone that just has, like, a fight. Mm -hmm. That's not good. That Like, it's it's all over the place and the numbers aren't there. And we already know that people don't talk. Mm -hmm. And we see how we've gotten from people not talking. Mm -hmm. It's still happening. It's right on our noses. It's people that we obviously know. Because one thing that did stick out to me i wasn't unaware that people were being assaulted but there was very few people that chose to call names mm-hmm. and i i do like the people that did call names had receipts that somebody else didn't have a similar story mm-hmm. so it was like so this seeing a one-off it usually is this a thing that you regularly doing yeah mm-hmm. and you just walking amongst the people like everything <laughs> cool so for me when i saw it i was kind of like that's it tell these <laughs> Because I always say people sure. won't know Until if you, you don't talk. say. Yeah. And even if you don't say a name or you don't want to say when it happened, because I'm sure some of these things didn't happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't say that, let people see that these numbers are high. Yeah. Women are being assaulted. Don't mind. They ain't crying in the road. Don't mind. They ain't, you know, they out here still working, still living their life. It's happening. And I think those numbers were alarming to people because they are that out of touch with what is actually happening. Yeah. So how do you guys feel? Let's start with Tatiana again. How do y'all feel about the people that felt similar to Michelle? Why would you put this on Twitter? Why Why share it here? Like, why y'all doing this? I don't... Well, let me not say I don't like the way she put it on Twitter. I feel like her approach about it was... Are you talking about somebody specific? No. I mean, the... The, the women. The first trend. The yeah. The, how it started. Oh, I, okay, okay, okay. I appreciate that she put it on... Whoever it is, put it on mm-hmm. Twitter. Because <laughs> I know that white lady. I appreciate that she did it because other women felt comfortable to say, well, hey, this happened yeah, to me, that happened to me. So, like, everyone just joined in together. And I, I like that. I you like, like that. that sense of unity yeah. among women. Like, you feel more comfortable when you know, like, this happened to someone else as well and you don't feel as alone. Right. Michelle, how do you feel about the people that had a problem with the ladies sharing? Because you kind of have, you had a, a similar I I, I didn't Twitter. have a problem with her sharing. I'm just not a big social media posting person. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things, even like going to the bar with friends, I don't really put that on. That just ain't me. Mm-hmm. So to go and put all of that on social media is like, whoa, for me personally. Mm-hmm. But I get, I do understand why they would um, go ahead and post it like that. For those person, maybe some of the people who wasn't on that run are similar to me and don't feel like certain things should be shared on social media. Um, I didn't really see anything much about guys who were against it. 
loads i didn't i didn't loads loads i think things like that get when it's time to screenshot and send to people Mm -hmm. things like that get lost in the shuffle people forget to say Mm -hmm. okay this person felt this way Mm -hmm. so like they they miss out all of the drama that comes behind sharing so it sounds like these girls just on twitter saying whatever Mm -hmm. and then but you miss when someone attacks them and then somebody else educates on why you shouldn't silence women all of that gets lost in translation because everyone is so shocked at these stories and for me i feel like i feel similar to michelle if that's what you want to do that's it right as long as you won't make me do it it don't come before me with somebody else share so how how do you feel it appropriate especially if you have a partner the the particular person i'm thinking about the person that started the why on twitter trend Mm -hmm. he has a partner that's on twitter i'm assuming that he has a mother probably a sister or cousin why would you ask someone why here why y'all y'all need to keep that to yourself because his reasoning was because people are going to use it against you I've already been violated. Exactly. There's nothing that anyone here on this platform can say that can outdo the story I'm telling. Mm-hmm. So True. why you could take it upon yourself to say, y'all don't tell y'all, are you dumb? Exactly. But then again, some people just are dumb. And Stop just to say. Stop And then I feel like so men, they, I don't think they can relate to like being assaulted. They, they can't. They can't. They can. Exactly. Some, they can. Some, yes. Some can. Very, yes. Like, most, very small percentage. But most don't know. And they just be like, okay, well, no matter. I think most have adjusted their mind to thinking that where mm-hmm. they have been assaulted, it has been okay. Yeah. Because they're a man or because, you know, some part of them is attracted to the woman. But if it is not with your permission, it is assault. But not, and all, I think, I not all men were just assaulted by women. That so part too. And I think when you're assaulted by a man, you feel like because your body reacts... That the same way how women like to blame themselves, mm. you feel like because your body reacted, oh, that must mean I'm get no, tell me your body functioning. <laughs> but you know, people ain't gonna come forward because uh-huh. it's embarrassing. But there was mm. a gentleman that came forward and he was assaulted in one of the spas over here. What? He was minding his, minding his business. I'll give a small summary, minding his business, sitting in the people's sauna, eyes closed, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Random tourist walks in. You know that man. Close the eye again. Back to sweating and whatnot. He opened the eye. The man business in his face. R- eye level. I kick him so high. Never he get up and push the man or whatever. Like push him against the wall. Immediately. Not long out. Immediately he leaves the sauna and goes to the manager. Mm. Tell Stan. Listen. This what's going on in the back here. Manager come in the back there. You didn't get any handcuffs come out eh? They tell the man you need to leave. The man was allowed to finish his shower. And then leave. Left alone with the gentleman that was in there. And he was so taken aback that they just let him finish the shower. He come out. He gone to the police. He gone to us. He made a report with internal whoever Mm -hmm. at the damn hotel. Reach out to them on every social media. If you answer him, they answer him. They don't take these things seriously. And that's sad. But if he just shoot that man, he wrong, right? Yep. He cut off his BP. Listen, he should, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I want to say you should abide it, but <laughs> all is well. Cut that right off. But I think, well, not I think, where, where do you guys think, why do you think that they try to tell women not to do that? Because my thing is, if it's already happened, it can't be a, a protection thing. I've already failed to be protected. Yeah. So why would you want me not to say anything? Because I, I think that's, I I think that's just... a that's a dangerous game to play with somebody. Because once you tell them the whole one thing, yeah, 
they keep holding because it, it gives the illusion that she's not protected she's not cared for mm-hmm. why should she speak what would be the point then in speaking and then sometimes it is, and sometimes people just don't believe what you're saying so you mm-hmm. can imagine let's say god forbid you get raped right mm-hmm. And you go to your mommy and you say, mommy, well, this person raped me and this happened and this happened. Oh, you lying, you lying. So it's like, well, Mado, what do I do now? Yeah, why should I like, say anything else? you know, else? just forget about it. And that's why I say sometimes it's just be like, don't even worry about it. So I don't know if some people have the same mindset as me mm-hmm. in terms of just like, I ain't even going to When I go you. into the study, way a lot, most people feel yeah. the same way that you feel. And I feel like, Th- that kind of damage, you don't, you can't turn back down to time on that. Once someone already feels silenced and that, you don't know how people react to trauma. Real talk. So when they, they've already been damaged mm-hmm. and now by their community, and when I say community, I mean whatever support they've chosen to share with, mm-hmm. when you tell them now, hush or that's not true or I don't believe you, that's the next layer of damage. So now to move past their trauma, they don't have whatever layer that we started with mm-hmm. and they don't only have the assault layer. Now we have the my community hasn't supported me layer, and it's like, well, how much, how much y'all want these people to fight through? Boy, what what you want them that, to climb out of? That alone is like that's just a reason why a lot of people don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, because ain't nobody can take it serious. Let me not say nobody, no, like but that. a lot of people don't take it serious. The people that matter, the people, in my opinion, the people that have the power to do something about it, don't. And that's the problem. Let yeah. me. Or little you not taking it serious, that don't really tango effect now. But really? if he go to the police and they don't take it serious. But that's but the thing, if they did sorry, mm-hmm. Tati, um, but if they did take it serious then maybe some um people would feel more inclined to report it. But because they don't, it's kinda like these these men know they could get away. It's with a domino it. effect. Yeah. So I agree. The more people try to silence, like Michelle said, if you don't say nothing, you kind of giving it a pass. If you yeah. si- if you're trying to silence people, then you're telling their assaulters, okay, well, everything cool, because people agree with me that she shouldn't say anything. And mm-hmm. then you're telling the victim, you don't need to share your pain. That's your pain to deal with on your own. When one shouldn't have to deal with trauma on their own, because one didn't cause their own trauma. Yeah. It's always a a trigger, like a negative, that kind of effect. But I was glad to see the stories because I was glad for people to know the kind of numbers. And I was also, the messy part of me was like, oh, y'all, y'all are down to our Twitter interacting with us and assaulting women. Ah, like that? That's strange. That's strange. And, but see, I'm also one of the people, if you are going to call someone out, let's say like I was to call a name, like I would say Michelle knows or whatever. I feel like Michelle has the right to say, xyz now i don't think michelle has the right to come online and bully me or like to threaten me but i do feel that she has the right to say no this didn't happen yeah this happened xyz way and like or if she have receipts she could pull them up the same way other people pull their receipts Mm -hmm. so i'm not one that thinks because a victim speaks there should be no more conversation i feel like you you should ask questions Mm -hmm. because i feel like if you let if michelle tells me a story right and i just listen to the story and I don't ask her anything. When she sees somebody else and they begin to question her, that's a foreign concept. And mm-hmm. now she's afraid because she hasn't been in that situation before. And I feel like that comes from family support mm-hmm. too. I feel like that's where it stems from. Like if I can't talk to my mommy or my daddy or my auntie or my uncle on the fact that I just got raped. Mm-hmm. Like 
who like what sense it make going out publicly talking to other people about what happened to me it makes no sense i would say especially in some of the stories that they shared i would say that the community as a whole mm-hmm. we're we're failing we're failing our young women and our young men that are being assaulted because mm-hmm. for whatever reason they don't feel comfortable enough to take the necessary steps mm-hmm. And I, I, I was and I said maybe not our generation because we're we're a bit more liberal we're more to listen but I definitely think the community ahead of us they did us a great disservice and if we don't start listening and asking questions and providing a safe space for people to talk those numbers are always going to increase because nothing's changing mm-hmm. and it, it's not only with rape so there was a study y'all know I had to go look for this study or whatever. <laughs> Princeton University and Brigham Young University did a study on something that sounds really small, women speaking up in groups. But similar to what Tatiana said about if there's somebody else that makes me feel supported, then we good to go. Mm-hmm. So initially in these trials, so what happens is you put about 500 men and women in groups of five to six, and they are basically to come up with solutions on how to make money or bring it into the community. Women spoke 75% less than men. Men were also more likely to interrupt a woman negatively than they were to interrupt a man. They were even more likely to interrupt a minority woman than they were to interrupt a man. Women were less likely to speak when, when it was male-dominated versus when it was mixed-gendered. Mm-hmm. And when it was a majority rule decision to be made, so 250 of these men and women had majority rule decisions to make and 250 had unanimous votes to make. That means everybody had to agree. Women were more listened to when the vote had to be unanimous, which translates to, I'm listening to you because I don't have a choice because the task isn't complete until I listen to you. And I was like, wow. so we can't, not, well, it wasn't surprising to me, but when you do a study that big and it's watched that carefully, it's like, so y'all really just ain't listening. Y'all just don't want to hear it for whatever okay. reason. And the biggest reason is just a deficit of authority. Mm-hmm. They're not speaking, not because they're not confident in their views. They're not confident in the value of their views. And that is because they are not taken as seriously as a man. Because from you start talking, he can interrupt you. Really? Whereas when his boys start talking, we can head us out. Yeah. And women are more likely when you're interrupted, even when you interrupt them, they are going to let you finish. Whether it's a man or a woman, a woman is more likely to let you finish than a oh man my. is. And I was like, so from the bottom, come up. I want to test that on this for you. Y'all just don't, <laughs> y'all don't want to hear us. And I'm so, it ain't just black women. Or, Every woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Minority women obviously were done the worst. Because like I said, listen, nobody want to hear that. <laughs> nobody don't hear what they say nobody want to let them finish a thought nothing unless it's absolutely necessary but straight down from the white woman up to the the darkest or the most asian or the most spanish they don't want to listen to women because for lack of a better phrase they think that we are second class citizens and that in itself is scary because we're in 2020 this study was in 2012 this but, was in the 60s 70s or 80s but has it gotten better from your studies well they haven't done a study since but I think it has. Looking around it's at so the world today and just that situation, it don't it don't sound so. It it doesn't seem so. I think as long as 
as long as men support men and only women support women, yeah. we're always going to be at a deficit because the power balance is off. That's the first thing. The power balance is off. And it, it won't be until one, we start to speak more because we do, we do speak less. Studies have shown we speak less when yeah. more men are around. I know for a fact, me, if you guys know me, you know that I was on a podcast with all males before and anybody can vouch that I spoke way less than yeah. I speak now. Damn, and this podcast, very well, I was like that in general. If there was yeah. a room full of men, mm-hmm. unless acts, or unless I really had something to get across, I wouldn't speak. Just speak, not just not being comfortable, but because I know my voice is invaluable to this to this audience wow. and i don't have time to waste so i just it, i agree with that one like if you really if, yeah. if you sit it's down like if thing. you go to mcdonald's and you sit down with them dudes having breakfast how much are you really gonna say unless they say pretty girl what you think all how much are you really breakfast? gonna say mm-hmm. oh, like, my mommy is sick with them dudes well now jean is a different she's, <laughs> she's she's the woman jean of the is dudes. a gangster she is oh, and the study <laughs> also said dominant women definitely speak up more in a majority woman group but they don't speak up in a mixed gendered group and they're more likely to interrupt a woman in a in a female major group than they are to interrupt in a mixed gendered group. And I was like, so even the strong girls get at least man. I I was like, wow. There's like a bunch of them, like time. You don't like, say nothing. Forget it, Jed. I it don't even want to talk no more. How I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking about it just generally, I would, yeah. I would yeah. speak. Less. And a female. Yeah. It's kind of ingrained that I disagree with this, but it's kind of ingrained that their voice is more powerful and matters more. Mm. So if all of them are already speaking, why should I bother to speak? Now, if and that in itself have to change. Yeah. I will speak up. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't but see, speak as freely. You have to yeah. passionately disagree before you, you wouldn't just bother yourself with you know, saying something, especially if... I love to sit on my chest for a minute. Mm-hmm. You have to really <laughs> disagree or you have to be, be really hurting. fed up with whatever <laughs> they're running on with. My chest got to be pumping for me to say something. <laughs> so this silencing thing is like an ingrained issue that has... Like, that's a move up the ladder issue to, like, really fix people trying to silence not only the woman, but the black woman. Yeah. And speaking of black women, Tatiana's a black woman and she's also a mother. Yep, yep. And so when you have <laughs> when you have a little one that you have to raise, your voice is probably the most important to that little one. Especially and a boy. Exactly. And when with motherhood comes all of the trials, all of the tribulations, all of the responsibilities, the balancing, the hard act it is to be a woman, a mother and to to keep your sanity about you because contrary to popular belief, in my humble opinion, a woman and a mother are not the same. The roles are different and the expectations are different. Very different. So how do you handle juggling all of that and just having the feeling of being overwhelmed? Well, let me start off by telling you, I'm glad. Wait, how old are you, Tatiana? I am 21. Okay, how old is your child? One. Oh, oh, Lord Jesus. He's one. He's a baby. He is one. And it is... (laughs) And he is very... Like, he's so... Like, I'm happy I had him at this age because if I was, like, 30 and I had to deal with all of that activeness, mm-hmm. if, I, if I had to deal with all of that, I would, you know, whatever. Just do whatever you want. But <laughs> it's a lot, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, waking up in the morning, like, you could imagine you have one routine. You go to work, you come home, and then you have time for yourself. 
I can't even sit down in the shower. Like, I love showers, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I normally just sit down in the shower and drink some wine. I can't even do that. Like, if I decide to go in the shower, I see this little thing coming in the door. Mama! Mama, I'm like, what? Leave me alone, <laughs> please. <laughs> like, I just need a break. So, me time has decreased. Safe to say it has decreased. A lot. I don't even have me time. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like, I surprise. I even got my hair do yesterday. I made it look good now. Nice, Jay. Thanks. I wake, I do it for two hours, but... Two, that's it? Yeah, but it's... Okay. I gotta go to them. You good? There's a couple of them on you, you see? Oh. It's like, it wasn't one, it was two hours, but I didn't buy it at all. Yeah, but that, I gotta go there. But it is very rough, like... So how do how do you balance it, especially with the challenges? I can't tell you how, because... Do you think you do a good job of balancing it? I try my best. Okay. I try that's all my you can, best. That's all you can do. And, like, you just, like, being a mother, it's just, like, you don't want to fail. Like, you can't fail. Like, there's no failing in this. It's not an option. No. Like, I have to get it done. Like, even if I don't want to wake up, it could, you could imagine you deep in sleep. And this baby waking you up for food. What you mean you hungry, mister? <laughs> what you mean? Are you hungry? Loose me. Do you think that if you were a little older, that it might have been easier? Let's say you had more years to yourself to learn yourself a little mm-hmm. more. Do you think that your approach would be different or at least your attitude towards it? I think so. I think so, because I didn't have, like, enough time to, like, mm. fully learn myself. Like, mm. I'm still in the process of trying to figure out what I like to do, what's my favorite hobby, what I like to eat. When I go out on a date, like, what do I do? Like, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I pick to eat? Pasta, chicken, and fries. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, now you have to... Now I have to train this person when you go, baby, mm. you got to eat this, because this this your type of thing. Mm. I, I know yet. And it is be like a True. lot because you just don't know. And like you have to wing it. And I think that's the hardest thing about being a young mom. It's ain't no manual. Real talk. People always, <laughs> I like, often have people say that ain't no manual to being a parent. And like they just be writing this, like they just have like books on how to be a good parent. Like that shit, that don't love for yourself. Sorry for guys. You could not sense it, hon. Like it don't make no sense because you still winging it. Do you feel that you have enough support in terms of your tribe and your village behind you? I do. I have a lot of support. My boyfriend is a great support. My mom is a great support. Like, I have, like, I don't know if baby daddy issues. Yeah, my mommy is. So, even with this support, it is still difficult to balance everything. You don't want to, like, for me, like, I'm such an independent person. I don't want to put, like, all of that pressure on my mommy like mm-hmm. let's say i won't go out i can't go out because i don't want to put that pressure on my mommy now if i have to go to work oh yeah baby you gotta keep this baby mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that i know dread i know how i doing it so what has been i want you to think now what has been the most unexpected thing about like something that you know when everyone always had these little tidbits of advice through your whole pregnancy and before you have all that good stuff Mm. what is one thing that people just come like they forget to tell you and you didn't know it until you was faced in a situation after having your baby or during what was the one thing that you really was like what the hell do you want me to do i glide in labor I was like, miss (laughs) what you want me to how you want me get this thing out of me like how I'm glad my living experience was the worst experience. Seriously? 
that, I swear, and I go on a nap, like I go on a leg that night. And I had like, you know, I have natural hair girls, so I had my hand some nanny plaits, right? Oh, God. And I, I had like the African shea butter all over me because I didn't want it to get stretch marks on it. So, you know, I was greasy. Oh, you greasy. was. You was down <laughs> there. nanny plaits in my hair. So... My boyfriend rushed me to the hospital or whatever. And, well, honestly, and seeing how you how how I was young when I had him, the nurses in the hospital was mean. They were horrible. I had a man to They know? were, like, it was so bad. Like, I started crying for my mommy. Oh, and the woman was Jesus. like, how old you? I said, miss, call my mommy, please. Like, I don't my even age, care. My age, I have nothing to do call with nothing. Mommy. Call my mom. Mommy, please, mommy. Like, I was in there crying like a baby. Was it the pain or was the entire situation? It was the situation. It's that, and then, like, in public, in the public hospital, you don't have, you can't go in there with nobody. You on mm-hmm. your own. You on God and mm-hmm. that baby. And you hope you coming out alive. Right. It's very scary. It's scary oh, because you don't have no one to hold your hand. The nurse is telling me, don't touch me. And I'm like, miss, who I could touch? Ah, the nurse tells you don't touch me. Yes, I try hold her hand. She was like, don't touch me. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't take this. Like, I just want my mommy. Call, someone call, call my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> someone call my mommy, please. Like, it was horrible. Oh, wow. And you can imagine yeah, someone telling you to push and you don't know how to push? Like, how, no, I can't imagine Like, that how actually. to push, mom? <laughs> like, how to push? Just do whatever your body <laughs> telling you. Mom, my body was telling me too much things. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I'm really sorry that that was your experience. Yeah. So what was your biggest but expected change? Like you knew that obviously this aspect of your life would change. You may not have known to the magnitude, but what was the biggest change that you expected to come after being a mom? That's a tough one. Yeah, what? That's, that's, that's a tough that's, one. That's, that's oh. a toughie. <laughs> I know. Like I expected my whole life to change, but not as th- not like to this extent. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like... Like, it's just personally the me time, Dre. Like, okay. I think that's the... Best. The biggest sacrifice of <sighs> like, having Tatiana time. Do you find like, that... Like, I'm be- so happy to be on this show right now. <laughs> 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 Do you find that... Because I see... I hear a lot of parents say it all the time, and I just saw someone post it yesterday. Mm. It was like, oh, when my child was born, I had to grow up. I had to put all that playful stuff to the side and whatever. Is that... Was that your experience? Do you feel like you had to... Like, I never... Like, your childhood was, like, deleted and you just no, had to No, because, like, I was never, like, a partier. Like, I won't go It was never wild. No. Like, I never had that experience. I never did it. So then, let me add... This is going <laughs> to sound... This. this is going to sound <laughs> ignorant. So, usually when people talk about the sacrifices mm-hmm. they make, especially young age, they are talking about their social life. So, if you weren't big on the social scene, do you mind sharing... What sacrifice? Yeah, yeah, what was your biggest so sacrifice? Because it ain't like some small like party. You ain't yet. Now you okay. trap now. Experiences. You can't do this no more. Even if you wanted to pick up and say, well, hey, I go in out with my friends. I can't just pick up and do that no more. Your even choice. if I wanted to. Okay, you, I understand. Why do you feel like you can't do that? Because she can't. I, I want. I want to know. Like, oh. like even though I have that support, like I tell you, I mm. don't feel comfortable me knowing that my son. Is with my mommy and I owe partying. I feel like that's just me. I know if you other mothers just feel that way. They do. Yeah, like I don't feel like I should put all that pressure on my mommy or my good daddy or my boyfriend. No. And then you always have to 
you always have to think about that. Like, you can't make decisions solely off of what yeah. Tatiana wants or needs. And you have to Tatiana. think, how will that... Right. Tati mm. did. So, your sacrifice <laughs> is your choice. Yes. The choice to do what it is that you would want to do in the future, and that ultimately affects your future. Yeah. I okay. agree. That's, mm. that's fair enough. Mm. That's not like I'm... Ooh! But on, on, what's your on favorite thing about being a mother? Don't say... My son, because he's the light of my life. I mean, genuinely, in, in, in your life now, as it relates to being a mom, like, what, what is the, the best change, I should say? I, I, like, I know, like, in my son, Connie, like, my son is the, le- the love of my life, but he is. I okay. lie to you. I could be straight up. Like, that is my happiness, even though he's annoying me. <laughs> he's annoying <laughs> So the child me. itself is the reward. Yes, it is the the best gift I have ever had. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, he makes me so happy inside. Like, if I feeling down or anything, he'll come up to me and he's like, Mommy, Mommy, guess, guess. And I say, All right, come, baby, come here, come here. <laughs> it is, it, 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 it's good, but then it's bad. But then it's good too. I but do. it's still bad. <laughs> well, I'm not a mother. Same. And you babysit him before, Michelle, That's multiple times. Dad. So you know. Street. He is very active. I don't have him twenty four seven, but when I have him, he just being awful. <laughs> but um, like I say, I'm not a mother, but I do still think that it is important to have at least find a, just a little Learn time yourself. for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do understand not wanting to burden other people with the mm-hmm. responsibility. I understand. Um, I guess the guilt you would feel having a good time, but knowing your child is elsewhere, but you are still a human. You are still somebody and you still need to take care of yourself so that you are able to take care of your child. I agree. So I do really feel passionate about make uh, just like, you know, people like even me, if you want, I won't go to the spa today. Could you keep him for two hours or just something, not just me, just your mom. She may not mind. Or even other friends, like you have a big village. There's people who don't have that, and I could, I, I get it. Yeah. But when you have it, I feel like it's important to try and find that time because your mental health is important. Neither I agree. Anxiety. What is one thing <laughs> that you are able to do now that you can't imagine you would have that opportunity if you didn't have your village? Like how Michelle said, some people don't have that. If you genuinely, mm. like. Not to say you don't have no one, but let let's say it was only you and your boyfriend. That mm-hmm. was it. What do you think you wouldn't be able to do now that you can do because Girl, of your support? Everything. <laughs> yeah, see? What? Like what? Like what comes to uh, mind first? What is like one thing you know? Like as simple as getting ready for work. Okay, okay, watch this, right? So I'll have work for 7 o'clock in the morning. And I would have work again the next day at... No, I lied. Run that back. I'll have work at 11 p.m. that night. No, 3-11. I've been to work in a while, you see? This <gasps> corona thing got me mixed up. Okay, I would have work at 3-11 that, that evening. And then I'll have to come back to work again the next morning for 7 a.m., mm-hmm. right? So you could imagine you just reaching home at 11 o'clock in the night. I have to pick up my son from by my mom. I have to drive all the way back out where I live. I can say where I live. Mm-hmm. And then I have to pack his bag. I have to get me prepared for work. And then I have to wake up again 5 o'clock to be to work on time to have him ready. But if I didn't have that support system, like, well, I can't drop him off to my mommy to watch him all day to work. I would have been. You wouldn't have your job. Girl, I'd have been shit. Yeah. You, yeah. Girl. 
That sounds like the actual difference between a job and not. (laughs) Honestly. Wow. And then when you think about what you wouldn't have if you didn't have your job, Mm -hmm. it's literally like your village is a difference between a good quality of life Mm -hmm. and... I'm actually gonna go crazy. Please yeah, take the shell away from me. Buy them a fruit basket. You should. Buy them little something. <laughs> it's always yeah. good to like reflect and think about the things you have to be grateful of, and then yeah. also try to imagine what what would be like if you didn't have these things that you were grateful for. Okay. So just to wrap it up, unfortunately, after all of the protests and everything was good, we did lose a very important Black life, Oluwatoyin Salau. Michelle, you want to talk about this, so can you it's just give us, name. give them, like, a quick summary? Well, Olu- Toyin, um, affectionately called, I guess, by those who know her, mm-hmm. um, she was a 19-year-old activist of Tallahassee, Florida, who was recently murdered after she spoke out about her offender. Um, she, after a protest, in my understanding, she um, <clears throat> was seeking somewhere to stay for that night, am I yes. correct? And, um... She was staying at a church. Oh, yes. Um, and this person, I guess, she believed that they were... In her words, she trusted the Holy Spirit to protect her. So she trusted that she would be safe. Um, but in actuality, this person molested her as well because she spoke about being molested previously. <laughs> and the same day that she tweeted about her offense, she went missing. And she was found dead three days later with another victim... Vicky Sims, yeah, They're a so seventy-five-year-old vol- AARP volunteer, and now there's like this massive call for justice because it's like this young black woman who was fighting for us and standing up for us and believed very strongly in what she was doing. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, so now what? Mm-hmm. The police that y'all, when I say y'all, I mean the other side that y'all fighting so hard to mm-hmm. keep. Final, now you find out. Do, what happened? Because as of now, they still don't know how her and this lady died, how long they've been dead, where they actually died versus where they found them. And mm-hmm. it's just like, come a on. A 75-year-old woman. Listen. Like, where you even get off No alive? connection between the two. Like, they don't have no connection between Toyin and this old woman. They just find them together. That's very sick. Very sick. That hurt me. Listen. I was like, no, man. 19? I was wondering, like, is there some... And it kind of makes it looks like, obviously, it might be the person who offended her that killed her. And the scary part is, it might not be. That's so it's like, well, Mata Freeze, if not you, then who? Then, we, then we're really at a loss because it's like, you know, you don't want an innocent man to go, mm-hmm. but if not him, so then flicking who? But then again, it kind of creates know. this... Um, this is another thing with women's voices. Like, she spoke out about it. And then that same day, she went missing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it could still instill fear in women about speaking up. Because mm-hmm. what if I speak up and then my person do something to me too? It's like, but then again, you don't even know if he did it. So it's a lot but of... But then, I hear you, but in that instance, I feel like, especially with people like her, people that speak so loudly and have such a strong voice, it would be a disservice to her. I agree. To... One, let it silence you, and to two, for us to give up the fight, for us to stop right. talking and stop educating our brothers and sisters because she spoke so loudly and this tragic thing happened to her, mm-hmm. but now the fight has to, the fight isn't over because she's no, passed. We have to, like, yeah. keep going. And if anything, at the very least, the police can find out who do it. I hope they find out. I hope so, too. But we wanted to highlight that because it's really important to keep your voice. Even though you might lose it, as long as you have it, use it. 
do you feel like how everything is going on? Like they will like look as hard to find out who did what they did to her. Um, I think I don't think any extra or any less look is gonna go into it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because it, it it's different parts of the police force that do different things. Mm-hmm. So the people that would have been looking into her murder, I'm very sure that they are not the people standing in the yard with tear gas and shields and things <laughs> of that nature. Yeah. And then also, it's only so hard or so so strong that you can look for something or find something when there's almost nothing there. So unless they find something to look into, mm-hmm. it ain't really much. They can look as hard as they want. If they don't have nothing to follow, the road is going to end. So this man who in custody now, if it's not him, they have nothing else. Because she didn't know his name to tweet it. She told as much of a story as she could. And unfortunately, she didn't have his name, so we don't know. But thank you all. Thank you, Tatiana, for coming. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were still nervous. No, good. I feel that well. Thanks for being so quiet, Nala. I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been a pod called Gal.